Hello everyone and welcome to a brand new episode from Setting the Tone. Today's our Snake Special. Stick around because we're telling you all about that right after this. Hello everyone and welcome to today's episode. As you heard me say in the intro, today is all about the band Snakes. We have got an interview with Charlie from the band talking about the brand new EP which is out everywhere today, Better Days. Um, but before that we're playing your track called Sink or Swim which is taken from the EP. Stick around because you won't want to miss today's episode. Charlie, welcome to Setting Time. Setting Time, welcome to Charlie from the band Snacks. 
Thanks for having us. Thanks for having us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely no problem. We are, we, we, as, as many people who do call us snacks, we do Have go I said that wrong? Have I said that wrong? <laughs> we do go oh, find no. snakes, but we honestly, snakes. we actually play on it, to be fair. We, um, <laughs> everyone reads it as snacks. I mean, like, yeah, we thought we'd come up with the coolest band name when we can't it. Like, yeah, snakes with a YX. And then we're like, yeah, that's really cool. And then literally just from then on, we've just always been called snacks. Uh, we, we actually play on it now we've got like merch that has like snacks written on it just because um yeah we just we we, we don't mind it but it's so fun <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna correct it welcome everyone to charlie from the band snakes snakes and not snacks <laughs> if you if if you wish to buy some snacks merch you can head over to snakes yeah, on facebook and instagram and you can buy the snacks merch we snakes. sell the snacks merch for those who prefer calling the snacks we don't mind we don't mind we're all now, now that we've cleared that little mess up we can move on um Better Days is the brand new EP to follow uh, previous works, uh, Boys in Blue and Han, and, yes. which was a two-track single, I believe it was, and Weaponized yeah, Youth Part 1. Yes, yeah, we had the Weaponized Youth Part 1 EP at the start of last year, and then we went straight into, uh, and then we followed that up with, with the double A side, yeah, and um, yeah, it's just, uh, it's nice to now have Better Days here. I mean, I mean, obviously the obvious question is, why don't we call it Part 2? But um, I think it was, um, yeah, we, we just, like, I think these songs sort of, yeah, I was, sort of, I was saying they sort of jumped the queue. They've sort of like, we, we liked them, but they didn't feel like they fit on Weaponized Youth Part 2. So we thought it needs its own EP for these ones, these tunes. It's the better days. I didn't actually think of this until right now, but could we play on the title Better Days as opposed to Weaponized Youth Part 1 in the sense that if we're saying that a lot of the youth and weapons, Better Days are ahead? Yeah, better days are ahead. We, things are changing, you know. Well, we hope. We hope. It's very. It's, it's quite a cynical statement, but um, but you know, you got to yeah, you got to strive for something, right? Exactly. Uh, talk me through. How did the journey for better days come about in terms of putting the lyrical themes together and the EP, four track EP that comes out tomorrow, uh, which is the ninth of February. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's. Um, I mean, putting it together, it sort of came together. Um, yeah, it, uh, we sort of went into the sort of like pre-production. We had like quite, we had a lot of songs that we were working on, but these ones were the sort of standouts. Um, and we were in the studio with uh, Jamie Hall from Tiger Cup. I don't know if you're familiar with Tiger Cup, but they're an amazing Brighton band, like local heroes of ours. And um, yeah, Jamie sort of, you know, we were sort of working with him, showing him some stuff. And he was like, no, 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 I think these tracks are, these ones are pretty cool. And we were like, we're not sure, you know, they're a bit more experimental for us. You know, we've come up with like more punky sort of punchy stuff and we're trying a few melodic stuff and evolving that sort of snake sound and um you know trying to tie in some electronic elements with also like bits of heavy and bits of you know and just try and sort of tie it all together um and these were the tunes that just really excited us from from what we had written um and i think lyrically it was um for me it was all about trying to i mean i was trying to i was speaking a lot it's quite an, an introspective record actually it reflects quite a lot on just the way i was feeling probably sort of like i, I had some you know in 2022 there's some times where i was just feeling like pretty like under it and it's just like it's sort of like i think especially likes of king and that sort of like coping and adjusting and a lot of it's sort of again still i guess that fallout post COVID where people, you know, 
artists and musicians are being told they're sort of like spare parts and and not really, you know, like being told by, I mean, Rishi Sunak before he became prime minister was, um, you know, he was telling people over COVID that they needed to upskill and, and uh, for, for people who are in creative industries. And it was kind of like, well, no, you know what I mean? Like you can't just call completely abandon this sector of people you know we and, and i think with like sink or swim we're sort of playing on those sort of themes of you know being that sort of like waste of space in society and sort of just being a bit of like you know i, I guess sort of you know embracing those sorts of <laughs> being called those things you know it's like we're actually a very important sector in music um but you know it's it's you know, this this snarkiness and sarcasm throughout, like, you know, we're I think it's very tongue in cheek in, in the likes of concrete and where we're we're going, you know, um, it's sort of a saying, you know, like who would want to like sort of like have this sort of nine to five job sort of thing and just sort of being so, you know, this sort of like mindless worker drone, you know, doing sort of like this model societal worker you know, it, just going to work nine to five every day, coming back and just, you know, not sticking your head up, not, you know, not sticking out and just, uh, just getting on. It's kind of like just the resentment of that model. A lot of sort of, <laughs> but also political, but also introspective. Yeah. I think it's really cool that you've touched on that because if I'm honest, there was so much that came out of the pandemic years in terms of the utter crap that came out of, politicians' mouths that are completely yeah. forgotten about this whole, well, if you're in a band or you're, you know, a musician, go and get yourself a job in Waitrose or in an yeah. office or whatever. It's like, dude, a lot of these people have got jobs. This is yeah. fun their musical career. Yeah, it's, like, it's just like this whole sector and this whole industry doesn't, doesn't matter, but actually it's incredibly valuable and it does a massive amount for the economy and, and, you know, within entertainment and stuff. And just to let that sort of just, just be like, no, we don't study maths and you don't do this and you don't have a job in London with an economics background, then you're sort of, you're not really worth anything to society. And I just, I really just hate that mentality. So no, agreed. Um, I haven't got the figures. I don't pretend to have the figures, but I guarantee that Festival's pulling in a lot more money than his uh, side ventures and, and other side yeah. ventures. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, it's a lot. That's cool. In terms of leveling up with the CP, what did you try to do differently to previously? Whether that be, uh, I don't know, introducing synth elements or different guitar effects or different writing processes. Yeah. So again, this was this was the the evolution of where we started we, when we first worked with so this is the second time working with jamie from tiger club um you know we worked with him on on hang and boys in blue which are kind of just really sort of straight down the middle sort of punchy sort of like you know this sort of rocky sort of punk sound that we play sort of heavier elements and, and much more guitar focused when it came to working on this ep we really wanted to you know we didn't want to just play safe and just you know we we can write sort of punk, write these sort of punk rock songs all, you know, all day long. You know, they're, they're, they're pretty sort of like, for us, that's our bread and butter, you know. So it was kind of like we really wanted to, you know, like we, we've not released an album or anything. We really wanted to work on, whilst we're still sort of finding our sound and really sort of finding where we want to set, we really wanted to make sure we were 
exploring um, a little bit more depth in our sound and and I'm really sort of trying to push the limits of what what snakes could be um, we really wanted to you know we, we loved all this sort of synthy stuff I mean like it's probably very clear now um, from a lot of people who have heard the EP saying you know like they're like we can hear some like gorillas influence in there and it's like yeah the, the, the gorillas influence is, is sort of strong throughout with as well as like the likes of Prodigy and you know we're trying to get these electronic elements but still kind of I guess with the prodigy side of things, that sort of like punkiness still in there. And, you know, it, it was trying to combine elements and but also we still wanted things to have a little bit of melody, you know, like we, we didn't want to just be that sort of shouty, shouty punk band in every, every aspect of what we do, you know, still wanted to make sure we could, you know, write a chorus and, you know, um, explore sounds. I mean, like with, I think King is a real sort of interesting track on the EP because it's, so, it's the most, it's the slowest song we've ever, ever written. It's sort of, it still has that attitude. It still has that swagger. Um, and you know, like we originally didn't have that synth line, the very synth lead um, that, that goes throughout. It's that was originally the vocal. That is the vocal melody, but it was um, arranged with alongside Jamie to to become this synth line. And we just heard it, and we were just like, "This is right. This is this is really cool. We really want to we want to release this. I know it's different to what we've done, but we made sure that when we worked on the EP as a whole, we wanted elements to sort of like." really tie them all in together, even though they're all sort of a little bit just trying to sort of explore a different thing in their own way, each track, um, a different theme. We wanted to tie them all in and we've had these like, I guess these sort of synths sort of running through each, like that is sort of like present on each track. And then we also have these like electronic elements and these sort of like 808s, 909s, just sort of like um, these little like you know, um, programmed sort of sound like drum sounds in places. And we also wanted to have choral BVs. We were in the studio and I said, I just want like, you know, that gangster's paradise, like BV, like those sort of like, like choral sort of choiry thing. I want them just like dotted in around. And we tried to sort of like layer things in across the EP to just tie them all together. And, and it's up to everyone else, but we think they sort of came together quite well, considering they're all exploring a different sort of sound to each track. Correct me if I'm wrong, and apologies if I'm speaking nonsense, but I feel like yeah. the EP's got like a 90s kind of vibe with it. I kind of... I can't name the artist because I can't think of them at this moment, but it feels like I could hear these tracks in whether it be Football Factory or Lockstock Smoking Bow kind of things, yeah. which is really cool. It's got that kind of 90s vibe, to, which I love. Yeah, it's littered with, with nostalgia. And I think that's kind of what we were sort of like really aim, aiming to sort of get out of it. And I think those synths, they've got that sort of like, I don't know, that sort of sound like you've heard it before somewhere. And it's just, but it, I think it's that, it is that era sort of calling back to for sure. You know, even, even sort of like everything we've been thinking about around that sort of, it's, it's that football factory vibe. Like you said, I think it's a pretty good, good point. Is there a particular style or section on this that you just go, yeah, I'm, I'm really proud of that. We've, we've nailed that. We've set our mission and achieved it. Yeah. I think, I think it was kind of like, it was, yeah, I, I definitely think so. I think, especially with like sink or swim, that sort of chorus and sink or swim, you know, it, Ollie came up with this sort of, Ollie had this, uh, that riff knocking around for a long time, that sort of like crushed, like sort of bass, sort of like, you know, stabby, almost really electronic sounding bass tone and that riff. And he'd been sort of ha having it around for ages. We're, like, We're not really sure what to do with this. You know, like it's really cool. We want it. It, it needs to be something. We know it's going to be something quite cool, but we didn't really know how to work it. But 
and it, it came to it when we sort of showed it to Jamie. He really liked it and wanted it to, to be one of the tracks we worked on. And we sort of developed it out, but I still didn't have the chorus um, vocal and melody. And I, I sort of had an idea of what I wanted. I wanted to do that sort of prodigy Keith Flint thing where you're coming in on the one with the sort of like that sort of really brash vocal. But I didn't really know how we wanted to do it. And I think it was literally, we were in the studio. I was in the, in the, it mics up in the booth going, right. You know, I, I was like, what have you got for the chorus? I'm like, I don't really know yet, but um, I just want to just try some things, some ideas I've got. And we, I just started throwing some stuff out. And then I was just like, what do you think to that, this sort of style? And I think everyone was just like, uh, everyone from the control room were like, yes, that's it. That's, that's, that's the chorus. That's the one. It was just, I, I knew what I wanted. I just couldn't, I spent so much time workshopping it. I couldn't think about it. And it was only when we were in the, in the booth, I was just like, right, this. And then, and everyone was just like, yes. And it was just that moment where all of us became the, uh, the lead single really for the, uh, for the EP. Cause it's just, it's just this sort of outrageous sort of like, Prodigy-esque, dancey, just but punky, and and it just slams, and I'm just like, yeah, really proud of that. Nothing like um, it all coming together at the last yeah. minute, right? It, <laughs> it really <laughs> is. But I think sometimes you spend so long overthinking things. Sometimes you've just got to let those moments be spontaneous. You know, like if you start, there was so much I was really unhappy with, and it was only when I was in in that space that I was just like, right, I think I hear where this, you know, with your sort of like your inner ear you can kind of then go right I can hear how this needs to be now um, and yeah I was just pleased that everyone agreed because sometimes they go no what are we talking about that's a rubbish melody that's terrible but yeah that's pretty cool in terms of making each project better how do you do it do you sit down as a band and with in this case Jamie at the beginning go right this is where we want to this is our map and this is how we want to get there or do you kind of just leave kind of uh, organic and just let that grow naturally so we always like to we always keep things quite um, embryonic when we bring our producer our producers in to work with us we want to keep we don't like to I feel like sometimes people fall into the trap of overproducing something before they've even got their producer on board. And then basically you've just got yourself an expensive engineer. Um, <laughs> you know, so it's like, it's like, if, I, I mean, you might as well just say you've self-produced it, you know, like what, what's the point? What, what are they bringing to the table? You know, if you, if you're going to work with a producer, you've got to bring them on board. You know, we, we've written the songs, but we hadn't, produce them we don't like we hadn't it was literally just you know it's vocal and bass is where it starts and then we, we bring them in we sort of imagine it with you know some drums some various drum sounds we start layering in some synths and, and some ideas with the producer in that space so we're all sort of you know building it from the ground up as it were and it's just not someone just jumping in at the end and being like yeah okay i'll just make that happen um and i think yeah for us it's kind of like working with Jamie, I guess it was quite a quick turnaround on Boys in Blue and Hang. And they, they were quite simplistic songs and they just needed to, that, that they, you know, he came on, made it like rocky, hit hard. And it was, I was, when we were over the moon, but with this, we had a bit more time with him and we were like, right, we want this to explore some different stuff. You know, we had songs that could have been, you know, your weaponized youth part two, but we didn't, 
we didn't feel they were right for now. We wanted to explore this sort of more. I just think we were really excited by some of the electronic ideas we were hearing and some and, and some bands we were listening to, and we were just like, right, we want to sort of try try this. And it was only when I I, I remember quite quite clear we sort of played with King, especially we sort of played it, you know, to Jamie just vocal and bass, and then yeah, he took it away, and then he like recorded it into his laptop and then he sent over i think the next night just like yeah it rearranged as a synth line and um and this this sort of like drums this sort of like yeah this lo-fi sort of nostalgic feel and we were just like um and ollie and i would just call each other so excited we were like this is this is really cool this is like really different and i i mean like and we were just I think he was like we were trying to listen to it outside like Green Door Store on a phone like just like we were like oh this is really cool like and it was just like and just like there's this just excitement we had about it and we were just like right this is an evolution and it's exactly what we wanted to set out for you know we wanted to explore like like I think I said at the beginning you know it's like we haven't released an album as such we just we're still in a phase where we can afford to explore these things without sort of really committing like over committing to anything but i think i do think it still has it sounds like us but it's uh it's it is reimagined you know i think this is like you say a crucial time in the sense that you have got the freedom and the time to do what you want you don't nail down a sound and you haven't got that whole Oh, you've changed your sound. You, yeah. you don't sound like that anymore. Yeah. And why are you not writing music for us yeah. as opposed to? So you've got all of that saved away. That's yes. another, that's yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> and I think you know, if there was any time we could, we wanted to be bold and explore sort of more melodic stuff, it, it now felt like the the time. You know, like I said, we got we got we got just sort of punchy punk songs all day long. You know, but we just want to. It was really nice to try something else and, and and explore. I think we were willing to be like, you know, if it didn't work, we'd be like, well, you know, that didn't work, but it was worth trying. But I think all of us were really excited by it. In terms of, obviously, because you're still a relatively new band coming yeah. through the scene, how have you found making the right moves and aligning yourself with the right people? Because there's a lot of pitfalls out there for people to fall into. Yeah. On. It, it's, I mean, obviously, it's like, it's such a hard industry you know it's like it's like every every way you look there is like you say a pitfall and it's just i mean it's just trying to build it i mean for us it was always just about opportunities sort of just sort of cropped up just by being on the scene do you know what i mean we were going to shows every night and meeting bands and meeting people and then you know before we know it we've got a gig here or we're meeting this person and um and we just we just love being at events we're quite we're quite sociable and we like to just go and, and just go out and see, you know, nothing, we, no expectations, but you know, if you know who's who and you, you're really involved and active in your scene, it, it tends to sort of come to you. I don't know. It's like, I think for us, we've really been strong to avoid um, any early deals that would, uh, that would hinder us or, you know, anything that's, you know, it's the idea is to just try and keep hold of your rights, just keep hold of everything and try and just, you know, just, uh, yeah, we don't like talking too much about like industry stuff because it's like, it's not really fun. And it's like, it's not what we got into it for. You know, we, we, we just, I mean, I, I guess every artist says that, but you know, we only really, you know, it, it's the, the sound of a like really shiny record deal and stuff. It sounds really exciting, but like, when you actually look at them, you go like, actually, this is 
isn't very good. <laughs> it's like, I'm, you, so I'm working for you for how long? For how much? And you're like, what? Why would I? Why would I do that? It's not what I got into this for. I didn't want to make it feel like a, a nine to five. You know, I wanted it to just be fun and just playing shows and you know having a good time. And and you know, and the longer we can do that without the, the pressure of uh, someone else behind us, you know, great. I mean, I'm not saying if the right deal came along, we wouldn't go for it. But for us, it's just like it's such a secondary thing um i mean yeah and people have just come around us we've got a really lovely team now that have just sort of built so organically just people we've met and, and just wanted to work with us and it's just yeah it's been nice you know you know we don't have we don't have loads of money we ain't got stacks of cash or anything like that we just you know i mean i remember when we were first starting like you know like things like a little bit of things like, like running like even like a, a Facebook ad or something trying to keep up with like people you know we're working like extra shifts and stuff to try and like cover it and you're like and you're like oh this will pay off one day I mean you know hopefully you know you, it doesn't but like it, it's not really it doesn't really matter if it doesn't you know I'm, I remember conversations that Ollie and I used to have like a couple of years back it's, it's like well what else are we going to do? This is this is what we're built for. You know, this is, this is all we're made for. You know, we're, we're just musicians. We're just doing this. It's like if, um, it, you know, if it don't work out, it don't work out. But it's, it's there's nothing else to sort of like spend your sort of, spend your sort of salary on. For us, it's just like we ain't got any other hobbies, you know. It's like, I mean, if, if we weren't musicians, I'm sure, you know, there might be other hobbies we'd put, us, put your money into. But... You know, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a strange industry, but yeah. No, that's fine. No, that's fine. We're moving, moving away yeah. from that. Uh, where do you pull your inspiration from? Also, you've mentioned that this particular EP has got hints of pandemic uh, topics and yeah. uh, just making your way through it in general. Is there anything else that you take from, whether it be just, I don't know, playing football or walking the dog or even taking the missus shopping and sitting there waiting patiently for it to come out of the changing room? Uh, oh, do you know what? It's like, I need to, I think writing something like that would be really fun. I mean, generally they all tend to be, they sort of come from like experience and like pent up frustration, but that's what, I'm, yeah, I don't, I don't think I have any songs like that really that are just sort of like, just going for a little wonder, that or just yeah, seeing you like just going to the pub with your mates, you know, like that. <laughs> that's kind of like yeah. Maybe I need to write more of them sort of tunes. To be fair, um, <laughs> I'm always trying to like. I, I guess with my lyrics, I try and always be a little bit on the edge or satirical, or, you know, snarky or you know, tongue in cheek. I like to be sort of playful with it, but still be you know, because I think you can be angry but you can still still be fun you know it's like that's that's the thing it's like i think sometimes i listen to to other bands that i, that I absolutely love but you know sometimes if i listen for too much of this sort of like when it gets a bit shouty political for too long it kind of like starts to be like it starts to feel like a heavy a heavy set to watch you know but um you know, I, I like it in small small doses. So I'm very conscious of trying to keep things fun and and exciting, and, and with with lots of different elements happening. That just yeah. Uh, what's next for Snakes? What expect? Obviously, the EP drops tomorrow on the 9th of February. Yeah, what else is coming? What else is coming up? Yeah, so um, we've got a busy old year shaping up. We've got um, 
We've got quite a few festivals already lined up and announced and a few still to be announced. Um, we're obviously back at 2000 Trees, this time on the main stage. I mean, to be welcomed back through, like for the third year running, it's like... It's sort of unheard of. I'm pretty like, yeah, so, so excited. We absolutely love that festival. And we love those guys. Um, but yeah, we're, we're back again for the third year and we're on the main stage there, which is amazing. Um, and then we're doing like Rebellion Fest. We're doing Kendall Calling. We're at Festival, um, both festivals. We're doing, um, well, we've got Bay Me Up this weekend. We've got, um, yeah, just so many festivals. We're back out in Europe in April with Kid Capici. Um, great boys. They're looking out for us all the time. You know, good friends of ours. And we're, uh, yeah, it'd be nice to go back out to Europe. It's such an amazing place to play. And then, uh, yeah, more to, more to be announced yet. But uh, yeah, keeping it under wraps for now. We're back in the studio as well, of course, writing the next stuff. You always got to be one step ahead all the time in this. And it's always just like, yeah, back in the studio. And yeah. Just can't wait for festival season. Festival season will be here before we all know it. What it will be ahead. Still... <laughs> <laughs> I'll just wake up and it'll be like, oh, festivals. All right, here we go. <laughs> let's, let's be honest. Once we get Easter out of the way, it's pretty much oh, summer, right? It's that, yeah, it's <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, it, yeah, it has felt like a very long winter, though. I was like, oh, yeah, just go on, get, get out of Feb. And then I think we're starting, starting to look a bit better. <laughs> I, I can't ignore the fact that... Um, for time at 2003 so a massive shout out to that obviously you're doing something right for a festival of that caliber to be yeah. asking you back for the third time for the third time yeah I, I, we, we, when it came through I was like I was like that's amazing yeah I mean they've always been such a like champion of us from like uh, early early on like I think it was the first festival offer we had was 2000 trees um, yeah no it definitely was I, I, I distinctly remember we were playing a show um in Hastings in the crypt with uh, supporting Bob Villain and we were sort of just backstage and we got this uh, we got this email through going is a is an offer for you do you want to do you want to do 2003 it was pretty last minute as well because it was coming up quite soon and we were just like yes yeah we definitely want to do it they're like yeah it's on it's on the forest stage and we're like yep yeah, yeah definitely and we're like oh sick we got our first festival this is amazing and then um, yeah since then it's been absolutely crazy and then every year they've just yeah, they've invited us back. So yeah, three three on the bounce is quite uh yeah quite a statement I think. So they've definitely been a massive champion of us. That's fine. Do you get the match ball? Yeah, that's it. Hopefully, yeah, it's <laughs> right. You know, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um, just got some quick fire questions for you, Charlie. Just to close out yeah, of cool. time. Um, who would you like to share a cold drink with, and why? Could be dead or alive. Um, I would like to share a cold drink with Frank Carter. Awesome, awesome dude, definitely. Uh, who'd you like to make a record with? Uh, could, again, band or artist? Damon Albarn. Yeah, good shout. Uh, are you a Marvel or DC kind of guy? Um, oh, that's a tough one. Um, do you know what? I would say I'm going to go, I'll say Marvel, but I've got a lot of love for for. I've got a lot of love for Batman. <laughs> if I'm honest, Batman beats out all of the, all the rest of the Marvel. That's cool. What's better than a man that's got so much money that he just does I know. Over the five time? <laughs> just, yeah, just just dedicated to that one thing. Okay. What's um what's currently on your um on your Spotify or your Apple music? What are you what are you spinning at the moment, music wise? Um Baxter Jury. Cool. Um and lastly, what makes music so special for you, which is a bit soppy and a bit emotional, but I like to delve into it. Live, um, 
gigs and just that communal release. You know, when everyone's together, everyone's enjoying the same song at the same moment. Um, you know, you're in that same space and it's just, I don't think there's anything else like it. You know, you just... Gosh. Everyone's an equal, right? No, it doesn't yeah. matter about race, creed, doesn't whatever. Everyone's matter. You're just in that one moment with the one song that you're hearing, you know, and you're all just feeling the same way. And I just, I just it's very hard to find that in, in anywhere else, you know, that sort of just, that just, yeah, it just crosses all, all you know, mediums, you know. <laughs> you, uh, you certainly won't find that at a Tory party over Christmas. No, no, you definitely <laughs> wouldn't. <laughs> Uh, Charlie, all the very best, mate. Thank you very much for joining Thank us. You so Thank you so much. Charlie is from the band Snakes and Not Snacks. The EP comes out tomorrow. <laughs> Better days. Going straight everywhere. Amazing. Thank you so much for having us, Rob. Really appreciate no, it. All, all the best, mate. Take care. Cheers, mate. Bye bye. Hello everyone, so that was our interview with Charlie there from the band Snakes, I hope you enjoyed it Snakes were an up and coming band um, one that I've only just really got on the bandwagon for and I'm really liking what I'm hearing so um, all the best to Snakes with the EP Better Days which is out everywhere now so go and stream it uh, from Spotify or iTunes, I will be adding links to the band Snakes on Set and Tone's Facebook and Instagram page which is Set and Tone UK Podcast so if you need a gentle reminder as to where to find the band and their EP then head over to Set and Tone UK Podcast and you'll find the links there just want to give a couple of shout outs firstly i want to thank charlie from the band snakes for his time um it was really nice to get to know him like i say getting familiar with the band snakes and i'm loving what i'm hearing of course emma at public city pr for helping set this one up really appreciate that and to you people the, the fans out there the listeners um means the absolute world to have you on board so thank you for tuning to yet again another episode from me um stick around because i'm planning to bring you more and more throughout 2024 as always both for now and stay safe We'll be